Welcome to Entrepreneurs in Progress, a podcast about entrepreneurs figuring out how to be successful in real time. I'm Lauren Kemp. And I'm Bridget Price. And we're two entrepreneurs who have built businesses that bring in $300,000 and $700,000 in revenue per year. And started some businesses that have lost a few thousand too. We're sharing our experiences of what the entrepreneurship journey is really like to help you become confident, successful entrepreneurs faster than we did. Today we're answering, when is the right time to leave your job to pursue your own venture full time? In order to fully be our own boss and be in control of our time and lifestyle, we eventually have to take that leap. But maybe right now you're not sure or ready to quit your job just yet. We've been there too. We've wondered, how much should I have in savings? Should I build up a side hustle and then make a jump? What other factors do I need to consider before I leave my job? And the biggest worry of all, will I end up regretting this? These are all questions we answer as Bridget and I share our experience leaving our jobs to work on our businesses full time. Let's get started. Bridget, can you tell us about the moment when you left your full time job to pursue entrepreneurship? So in a two and a half year span, I had been laid off twice. And then I found a very safe place to work. And I loved it. I loved my original boss. I loved my colleagues. But that shit turned toxic real quick mm. after my boss transitioned into a new role at the company. One of my peers was promoted, actually, and became my boss and honestly a bitch. <laughs> and I had seen this before and I just knew it wasn't going to work out in my favor. So I had my side hustle of college consulting and decided that I was going to take the leap of faith. Like this was my sign. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I quit and I planned to grow my side hustle into a full time business. I had three months of savings at the time that I quit. So for the next three months, I focused on growing my business. But I was struggling. I wasn't making money at the velocity I wanted to make it. And then at this time, Marks and I had also discussed getting married. So we were saving for the wedding and I felt like I needed to make more money to help pay for the wedding. So ultimately I started freelancing as I was growing my business. I think one of the interesting things about your and Marcus's journey compared to like me and Brian is that you guys have, you know, been building multiple side hustles since we've known you two. And one of the things we talked about in our first episode was how side hustles help build up that confidence. It gives you something to look forward to as you're working, a full-time job, building up something on the side. What would you say were the pros and cons of building a side hustle while working a full-time job before you left? Well, for starters, I do recommend having a side hustle because it allows you to spread your wings and it gives you options. And it also helps gives you a safety net. So if you were to lose your job again, you do have some type of cushion or something to fall back on. And when I quit my job in 2017, I did have that. I had some cushion more so than others. And it, I always recommend that. Obviously, I think depending on how much money you make, it's not always feasible to have six months or a year year's worth of savings saved up at any given time depending on your responsibilities and things like that. And then lastly, I really did not like the job search. It was fucking awful. And it wasn't until I got laid off the second time that it kind of made me feel like, what the hell am I doing this for? So I think side hustles can build confidence when you're like in a toxic work situation, mm -hmm. because when you are in a toxic work situation, it can erode your confidence and make you feel like you have to stay longer. Or it's like that Stockholm syndrome, like you are desperately <laughs> wanting for that validation or you want someone to see your worth or help you pull you out of your situation. But 9.999999999 times out of 10, <laughs> when you are in a toxic work situation, nothing's going to change. What would you say are the downsides to working a side hustle while trying to work a full-time job? 
Yeah, great question, actually. I think that with side hustles, you can stay stuck. So if you're comfortable and you're making enough money to pad your savings, give you some extra room to do things, take trips, whatever, I think you can get stuck in staying as a side hustle. Sometimes you can't think beyond what you're doing or evolving your side hustle into a business. And it also, if you're not careful about your time management, it can uh, burn you out, especially when you're working full time. I'll also add to that and say for some people, unfortunately, depending on how they define side hustle, it can actually just be like an expensive hobby, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, where <laughs> yeah. you're not checking your dollars or you're checking your money or you're not being on top of your finances. It just can become an expensive hobby that you say that you do. Truthfully, that's one of my worries about this podcast, if I'm being honest, is yeah. like, I don't want this to be an expensive hobby. You know, you mm -hmm. and I have talked about, we do want to monetize and help others, but also there are expenses. Like we can't just do this indefinitely. I mean, we could it just sure. be an expensive hobby and not a side hustle. I think that's a really good point that you brought up. Um, I like that you touched <laughs> on that. And so I'm going to do a shameless plug. Share this podcast <laughs> with anyone who would be interested or can learn anything from us. But no, you're right, because we want listeners, right? We're not really doing this just to hear ourselves talk. It has been therapeutic <laughs> and it has been nice. But we do mm -hmm. want to reach people. And so mm -hmm. I love that you mentioned that because this is essentially a side hustle and we're taking it seriously to grow it and evolve it. And we are very much aware that we want this to be more than just mm -hmm. a side hustle. Yeah. I know there's a second time that you left a full-time job for entrepreneurship. Can you tell us about that moment too? <laughs> yeah, I should have mentioned that before. <laughs> but as I left off at the first example where Marcus and I were planning for a wedding and I started freelancing, I fucked around and turned that freelance <laughs> position into a full-time position. <laughs> and essentially my first business was put on hold. And it was hard not to do that because the freelancing position I had, the company is really fun. I loved the person that I worked for and how I was contributing. And then my husband actually also started a new business two months later, which is what we work on now, our cleaning business. And at this time, it was like, okay, we're, we have another technically side hustle slash business. And I wanted to jump in and help him. I was very vocal about my businesses. <laughs> so mm -hmm. people knew, my boss knew I had a business, they were okay with it. And it just felt really freeing to let it all out without being found out that I was moonlighting or that I had dreams of working for myself. The person mm -hmm. I reported to understood this because he also was an entrepreneur and he ultimately just cared about getting the work done. That's it. But it was a double-edged sword because I was still dipping in and out of office rooms, conference rooms <laughs> to make business phone calls. And sometimes it was awkward and I felt, ugh, this is rude. I can't do this on company time. But also at the time, I felt like I had to do what I had to do to keep the business afloat. Mm -hmm. um, ultimately, after a year and a half, two years, it was deja vu, new manager, new company structuring. It ultimately left me and seven others out of a job at that time. And I thought, okay, I had it. I might as well fully invest in my household and be all in because the stability I was looking for in a job did not exist, even though I kept telling myself that it did. And so mm -hmm. I decided I was going to finally and fully bet on myself. That's such a great point because like you said, so many people think that having a full-time job means stability. It doesn't necessarily mean stability. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you'll get a paycheck every two weeks and it's definitely in a lot of ways more stable than the ups and downs of revenue running your own business. But 
you don't have any control. Like you don't mm -hmm. have control over who your manager is. You don't have control over your schedule, although things are becoming more flexible with remote work and stuff, but you don't have control over strategic decisions of the company, where it's headed, what it's doing. Now that, you know, you and Marcus are the business owners and have employees, how do you feel about your other employees moonlighting or potentially starting their own businesses, you know, now that the roles have been reversed? So we respect the hustle. So <laughs> if you need to do what you need to do, we totally get that. We know that you're coming to work for a paycheck. You have an end goal and that's what it is. And for some people, you might want to help us grow, which is great. We love that. But we don't expect especially now in today's world, unfortunately, we don't expect that loyalty. If we get it, icing on the cake, but it's not a requirement. We want people to be loyal to us. We want people to want to help us thrive, but other people have other aspirations and goals, and we don't want you to feel like you're being held back from that. I'm of the same mindset of my old boss. If you get the work done, I don't care. <laughs> it's only when it starts infringing on your outcome and your productivity that we might have to have a conversation. We have like a non-compete clause and that type of thing. We don't want you to directly compete or steal our customers or steal our mm -hmm. IP and all of that, which is just smart business. But if you have the drive and the hustle, and we totally respect that. So Lauren, when was the moment you decided to quit your job full-time and pursue entrepreneurship? So like you, I have done this a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> so the first time was when I left my job at Salesforce. I had gotten to the point where I was pretty sure I wanted to quit, but I wanted to talk it over with my husband, Brian. And at the time, he had a full-time job and we had maybe a few months worth of savings. So we came up with a plan and I was like, okay, we'll be fine. I can do this. I'll quit on Monday. <laughs> uh -huh. And then Monday rolls around and I'm like, do I really want to leave my job? I probably won't be able to get another job that paid me a Bay Area tech company salary while Ooh, I got to live in Arizona yeah. <laughs> near my family. I couldn't believe that I was able to pull that off to begin with. Plus I had been promoted and I was doing very well there. Lots of positives. And on top of that, this was the first time I was leaving a job where I had nothing lined up. Mm. So I had no intention of getting another one right away. Like you, I was tired of corporate job after corporate job not working out and I wanted a break. So then after a couple months of anguish and waffling, I got an email response from my director that in all fairness, I probably interpreted worse than what it was because I was in a dark place. But I said, that's it. Okay. And I put in my notice the next Monday, finally. Yep. And I felt just such a relief after I did that. And it's funny because again, my original plan was to just take a break to decompress and relax. And what happened instead was I got really excited about an idea and I ended up immediately starting my first business called Cozy Cactus Goods. <laughs> and I think that experience really ignited the entrepreneur side of me. And I wonder if it's because instead of trying to find another job right away, I gave myself that space to do whatever I felt like doing and seeing where things go. I like that. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. You know what I mean? Like you didn't feel the pressure mm -hmm. and it allowed you to be a bit more creative. You know, when you kind of made this leap and decided to have this downtime and then quit your job, what things did you and Brian consider and talk about when you wanted to leave your job? Because I imagine you had conversations before you actually use that email as the final, <laughs> final sign. 
Yes. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so there were three main things that we talked about. So they were impact, you know, the plan slash timeline, and of course, money. So with impact, we talked about how this would impact Brian. You know, I wanted to acknowledge that he was taking on the financial burden and mm -hmm. the sacrifice of having to work a full-time job instead of pursuing entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. And I had done that before for him. And it's a lot of pressure when you're the one that has the financial burden. And yeah. you also can feel trapped by it because if your significant other is working on a business and it's, it takes time for things to either work or not work out, yeah. find another job if you need to. So I just wanted to acknowledge and talk about the impact this would have on our household and make sure that we were both okay with that. And then mm -hmm. talked about the plan slash timeline. So how long would I be on this break? This isn't my retirement. I don't get to <laughs> indefinitely Damn. chill out while Brian has to work at a full-time job. I think we gave me like maybe three months before had to start bringing in some kind of money, mm -hmm. whether it was through a part-time job or a full-time job, three months to figure out whatever I wanted to do and then figure things out again from there. And then of course, the last thing we talked about money, how much of our savings we were willing to spend when I would get another job or part-time job to support our costs. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't want to burn through everything <laughs> you've right. saved up. And it's just, it's good to be on the same page about those things because it's a big life decision. Your decision does not just affect yourself. In my case, it was affecting my husband as well. I love that. I love that because you were in his shoes at one point in time or multiple points in time. No shade, Brian. <laughs> we love you. Just like Marcus, you know what it's like to take on that financial burden. You know what it means to be the breadwinner holding down the fort, I should say in terms mm -hmm. of making sure that everything's taken care of so they can focus on pursuing their dreams. And I love that obviously Brian is going to pay that in return and do yes. that for you. And planning that out, I will say this, in the past, mm -hmm. when Marcus had a lot of his ideas or wanting to pursue things, we did not really have that timeline, right? It was kind of like mm -hmm. unspoken. It was like when that pressure was building mm -hmm. and okay, now you got to figure something out, right? Now we got to mm -hmm. recover in a way. But we never talked about that timeline because three months, you know, I think it's a good enough time to figure out what you want to do or what direction you're headed in. Because looking for another job, if you had to, takes time. Yeah. Um, it's not a week or two weeks, especially at your level. You're going through multiple interviews and all of that. And so I think that's an important conversation to have if you have a significant other who's going to hold down the fort while you pursue something on your own. So I'm mm -hmm. glad that you touched on that. So tell me the second time that you had to <laughs> do the same thing all over again. <laughs> so the second time was a year and a half later. So in the time that I had quit my job and started Cozy Cactus, Brian had been fired. Oh no. <laughs> or let go or whatever the syntax is. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> from his job and Cozy Cactus Goods wasn't making any money. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, bills. <laughs> uh -huh, right. So I went and got another job again. And what was a bummer was I knew early on the job itself wasn't a fit for me long term. Um, mm -hmm. But I really appreciated and respected my managers there. And we came up with a plan where I would work there through the end of the year. And, you know, meanwhile, Brian had been freelancing and was finding some success doing software consulting. So he ended up starting his own agency called Rotive. 
Fast forward nine months later, and we're at the end of the year coming up, and I'm very concerned <laughs> because we're in an even less stable position than the first time <laughs> mm. that I left. And it's always like right before you have to actually quit that you start questioning and going, yeah, maybe I shouldn't. Um, right. But I think I was just so stressed out that once the end of the year hit, I was like, I'm out, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I felt so relieved waking up the next day without feeling the stress of being in that job. Because mm. I had been stressed out for that whole year, essentially. That's a long time to be very anxious and stressed. Sure. And so I ended up joining Brian to work on Rotiv. And we haven't had to get a job since. So Yay. yeah, <laughs> it's been a little over two years now. Yeah. Oh, I love that, that you ended with that. You have not had to go back. <laughs> mm -hmm. Even though when you left your last job, it was less stable than when you mm -hmm. left Salesforce. But you both have made it work and it's thriving now. I think that's in large part to the fact that Brian had a partner in you. And that relief that you speak about when you woke up the next morning after you quit and you knew mm -hmm. you didn't have to go back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about how great of a feeling that is? Like, Oh yeah. It feels so great for like a week or two and then you get, you get replaced worrying. with the other fear of, oh, how am I going to bring in money again? <laughs> yeah, exactly. How much do you think you should have saved before making the jump? $30,000? Like, no, <laughs> I just wanted enough to like pay our bills and sustain our cost of living. We wanted to be optimistic and bring in revenue, at least for my initial side hustle within the three months. In hindsight now, I don't think that was really feasible when you're starting out or when you're growing your mm -hmm. business. So it just depends. But I do think you should maybe have something viable before leaving. And that could just even be savings too. Mm -hmm. Just having something to fall back on. How about you? For me and Brian, it didn't matter as much if one of us had a steady full-time job and income. But when we both gave up full-time jobs, we wanted enough savings to last us three to six months, ideally. Mm -hmm. That's always the ideal. Um, whether or not you can actually pull that off is tougher. But three to six months, we figured, would give us enough time to find another job if the business wasn't working out. Because mm -hmm. as you had mentioned before, like the interview process and getting a job can take months. It would take up to two months, and that would be relatively fast from the time I like applied to getting an offer. Right. So it was usually more like two to three months where I expected it for my position at my level. That's how long it typically took. It also depends on your industry as well. Absolutely. So when is it the right time to leave your job and focus on your business full time? I think it's always a risk and it depends on many personal factors, but the ideal right time for me was when we had one stable income or enough savings to weather six months of unemployment. Now, obviously, we didn't have those conditions every time that one of us had left, but mm -hmm. that is when I would feel most comfortable. How about you? I think it's when you have a loose plan. It's hard to make it perfect because of all of the unknowns, but you just have to have enough to be able to afford to live, even if that means downsizing or figuring out what might work best for you. It just depends on where you are mentally, emotionally, physically even, whatever works for you to be able to focus on your goal of a business while being able to afford to live. So the final big question of the day is, did you ever regret leaving your jobs? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Now today I can comfortably say, hell no, I did not regret it. I don't regret it. 
I wish I would have done it sooner. Now, do I have moments where I'm like, oh, this looks like this would be like a cool company to work for or work with? I think so. But what I have now, I feel so much better. I'm able to do what I want to do and work the way I want to work without anyone putting limitations on me. Mm -hmm. Um, And that feels really good. So (laughs) how about you? Any regrets? (laughs) Yes and no. Yes, only because there was certain points when you're in the grind and you're stressed about money. There are little moments like that. Some flickers sometimes of Mm -hmm. regret of not necessarily leaving the job itself, but leaving the stability of having a corporate job, if Mm. that makes sense. So like the actual jobs and the situations I was in, I do not regret leaving, but every once in a while, I do miss some of that perceived stability of at least having income coming in two times a month, every couple of weeks. Um, But then every time that I even start to think about, oh, okay, let me apply and, oh, let me go back to, you know, having a less flexible work schedule and I got to sit at my desk from eight to six or nine to five or whatever it is. Or once I actually think about what it entails, then I really am like, nope. With all the stress that entrepreneurship brings, I still love it a thousand times more than having to go back and get another corporate job. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying I would never go back mm-hmm. and get another job. Again, I'm still adjusting to the the fluctuations of income and stuff. But man, the freedom and flexibility and lifestyle, like if you're able to make it and mm-hmm. cover your basic expenses, and even though we're not rolling in the dough, right. Like, right. it is so worth it so far. Like yeah. we're two years in, there've yep. definitely been stressful times. I've definitely questioned whether it's been all worth it and had some glimmers of regret. Overall, it's been worth it. And I love this lifestyle and freedom. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's it for today. As you continue to ponder when to leave your job and pursue entrepreneurship full time, join us in the Entrepreneurs in Progress Supercast community. For only $5 a month, you get to join a community of fellow fans and entrepreneurs to discuss entrepreneurship, as well as have access to ask me and Lauren anything behind-the-scenes content, and a shout-out in our future episodes. Once you're in, go ahead and share your concerns or struggles, and we'll help you work through them. The link to our Supercast community is in the show notes. Your support helps ensure that we can keep creating this podcast, whether it's contributing to our Supercast community, joining our LinkedIn group, or even just sharing episodes with your friends and family. Thanks for listening, and until next time.